Arts of Spirituality podcast. This is your host, Myra. This podcast takes us on a journey to finding new ways of spirituality that can help us ascend to our higher self and be one with the universe. Hi friends, today we have Amanda, founder of Higher Self Perspective. She practices quantum healing hypnosis. Hi Amanda, how are you today? I'm great, how are you? I am so excited to have you on. I think a lot of people are going to benefit from all your knowledge. I mean, we've been talking for the last, what, week or so, two weeks, and getting to know each other. And I think it's beautiful that you're so close to me. I know. When you start looking for your community, your tribe, you start meeting people randomly. And even bigger validation when they're so close to you. And you realize that your tribe is closer than you think. I agree. I was actually just talking about this in a chat group recently, and we were discussing like finding your tribe and how sometimes on your spiritual journey, it can feel really lonely because sometimes, you know, not everybody around you has had their awakening yet, your family, your friends. And so you find, try to find people on the internet, but there's so many different beliefs and so many people and but I think once you really start doing the inner work and start everything starts aligning and you don't care anymore and just put yourself out there, like the people will start showing up in your life that you're meant to meet and you'll start crossing paths as long as you're living in living in your truth and you're not afraid anymore to be who you are and believe what you believe. And it's like such a powerful time I think on your journey when you do start meeting those people um like how we met we just met on Instagram and then we live like maybe over an hour away from each other so yeah absolutely um and I think it's like also like validation on what you're going through in a journey you know because um throughout your journey you start meeting like people on similar paths like my my path is similar to yours which we're both healers. We're both here to bring awareness. We're both here to um, bring our knowledge and the things that we've learned through our, our journey to someone else. So I think that's beautiful, just getting to know someone else in a different perspective, in a different tone. And we share so much in common without sharing anything in common, right? I agree. It's and it would how boring would it be too if we all like had the same job and we all like worked with the same modality um so i don't mean that you're gonna find people exactly like you on your path you're gonna i've been learning a little bit about um healers saying that they meet their healing team and it's people that you can call on for advice or call on if you're maybe your client needs um, an additional service or help in a different area that you don't offer. And so you start meeting all these people with that offer different modalities and are a different kind of healer. And it, it just all comes together. Like divine timing will never stop blowing my mind. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's always perfect. I love that because healers need healers too. So. <laughs> oh, totally. We need a community of healers. Yeah. Amanda, can you talk to us about how you started your spirituality? Um, that's kind of a difficult question to answer because for me, I didn't have one of those sudden moments. You know, you hear people that have like the near-death experiences or um, they suffered a, a tragedy of some sort and then they needed something to find the meaning of life. You know, just a couple examples. Mine was, I just always my whole life none of this world made sense to me um i didn't understand it i didn't understand all the suffering or why people hurt each other um so i was always searching as long as i can remember but that being said i would say like my deep dive is what i like to call it where things really shook up and um where I just really dove in and was like, okay, I, I got to figure this out, was maybe a year and a half to two years ago, um, where I had my dark night of the soul, but I had no idea what that was or what it meant. 
And it's like your whole life just begins crumbling around you. And you're really like at rock bottom and you're trying to figure out why. And so that's that's what happened for me. And then I just started searching and digging and those endless rabbit holes where I think a lot of people can relate to. I think we've all had that point where you just can't learn enough. And sometimes it can take you down the wrong path and you learn something. Sometimes it takes you down a path where you find exactly what you're meant to be doing at that very moment. But um, there wasn't really one thing specifically except for this sudden deep depression and searching for why why I'm here. What is the meaning of all this craziness? Um, and I'm sure like the pandemic probably helped with that too, because you're stuck in the house and you can't go anywhere. And so you're, you're stuck with yourself and all your inner demons and all those traumas and emotions and hurts that have been buried deep, deep down. You can't be so busy that you run from them anymore. So it's time to really start facing those things. And I think when that it's time for that to happen to you, you have no choice but to look at it and face it and figure it out. Um, I feel like I kind of didn't have a choice. I think sometimes spirituality finds you <laughs> like you're not getting you're not getting out of this one <laughs> absolutely when you're ready for that awakening definitely you can feel like you can't run away from your demons right your your inner darkness your inner um trauma like it surfaces up way too much pandemic was really great for that because i've heard so many people say the same thing us staying inside home and being at home and not really interacting or being outside with anyone really did give you that quiet space and personally i feel like i kind of miss it you know <laughs> i do too <laughs> knock on wood it doesn't happen again but definitely um i kind of miss the the quietness the simple life where it was you know just being at home being at home without having extra things going on i feel like it was more simple for me i did work the pandemic I was in a field where we were essential workers, so I did work the pandemic, but that, that was it. I went to work, came back, and that's it. You know, grocery shopping was um, in and out. No kids, no husband, no no one. Right. It was definitely an eye-opening moment for, for a lot of people. Yeah, there were no distractions. I think one of the biggest killers of creativity is obligations, and your only obligation you had was if you went to work, you went to work. And then your other obligation was you had to stay home. <laughs> and so it was really like a time to figure out what was important. I found that it was a lot simpler because I didn't, I didn't have the distractions of like, okay, now we have to go out. To go out, we have to, you know, wear the right gear or like, you know or social media like if we're gonna go out let's take a picture because social media etc like i feel like everything complicated our lives and now it's like to me it feels like very different from it now like now it's like we still go out obviously we still like join people with like um family gatherings or etc but it's so simplified now that a lot of things that used to quote unquote matter don't matter anymore because then now we see like the actual um, raw thing of it, right? Like you're gathering to gather, to be with someone else, to enjoy each other. You don't need the extraness, you know? <laughs> so it kind of simplified even after. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it definitely woke the world up. I think that's what I was trying to say too was um, no unnecessary social obligations. If you did something, it was because you either had to or you really wanted to. And a lot of that stuck around. Yeah. Amanda, can you tell us what is quantum healing hypnosis? There is an analogy that the creator of Soul Center Healing Hypnosis uses. I'm sure your listeners have heard of the Tree of Life. Okay. And so picture this 
giant tree and the trunk is source or creator or God, whatever you call it, that is the trunk of the tree, the base where everything else branches off from, okay? And then the big branches are each individual soul, each soul fractal. And then we'll look at one branch now, one big branch, and every twig is, a, is one of your lifetimes. So it's the belief that everything is layered and everything happens all at once. There is no linear time like we experience it here in 3D. So on that branch of your soul and all those twigs of your lifetimes, quantum healing and quantum healing hypnosis is bringing somebody to a state where you can set aside the ego and basically quantum travel to one of those different twigs, one of those different lifetimes. And you're going to see that so you can heal something there, maybe something that affects you in this lifetime is usually why. Because deep down in your soul, it's all happening at once. And so sometimes those things that have happened from a past life, a parallel life, they carry over because you didn't learn the lesson or they're affecting you now because there's kind of an overlap. And the thing is, when you go to those different branches and you heal that, it improves the health of not only that entire branch, when you heal that one twig, it heals that whole branch in an essence. And when you heal that branch, you overall heal the entire tree or the collective that is a beautiful way to describe it my listeners right now are we're getting in touch with our i'm gonna say shamanism roots um because curandismo is kind of like shaman work or whatnot um so we're kind of incorporating a lot of like um, working with herbs, working with uh, the plants, working with mother nature. So the way that you're describing it, I think that listeners will totally appreciate the way that you explained it. Because that that puts a bigger picture to to the mix, you know? Um, not only do you, do you heal an aspect of you just for you, but for the big picture, the, the bigger source. And the way that you explained it was amazing. Thank you for that. The reason why I love that example too is because you always hear people say the best thing that you can do for the collective is to heal yourself. But what does that mean? You know, why does me healing myself help everybody else? So I think that paints a really good picture of how we really are all one. We are all part of that one tree. Um, and so every little branch, you know, if you had a plant out in your yard, if you're a gardener, if just one little leaf is sick, your whole plant is sick, right? You have to, yeah, so I think that's a great way to kind of, because I always would hear that. And I'm like, well, what does it matter if I heal myself? Like nobody, like I don't, I don't know everyone in the world or everyone in the universe, um, but that really, um, that, it, that made sense to me. I had also heard something similar to that, like what you mentioned, you know, when you're in your spiritual journey, you don't really see how much effect you're going to have in the collective, right? Um, and I had heard that several times myself in the spiritual community where you heal yourself, it's for the collective kind of thing. Um, and it didn't really make sense to me either until one day I had this dream and it was such a weird dream. Um, I was like in, in like a different realm it was in like our our 3D realm, right? It was like a, a different realm. And everything was connected through like a blue line, okay? It was like a blue glowing line. And anytime someone was disconnected, um, it affected the structure. I guess you could say the web, right? Because a lot of people in the spiritual community talk about the web, um, which is like the collective. Like everything's so connected, it's a web. And I was with a a figure, which I believe was one of my spirit guides. And they were saying, see, the reason why we need healers in the 3D plane is because 
when you when you help someone that's not connected and get connected into the web once more the web gets stronger so therefore there's less that can distract you guys from actually achieving what you guys need to achieve um which is you know staying on the positive side because ultimately it's a war of positive versus negative right but yeah definitely um i think that how you described it was was just so beautiful it kind of like sparked up a little bit in my heart because once once more like we are so into herbs right now in this podcast and we're so into learning the the spirituality behind mother earth and that was perfect so how long does a session go for they're really long like it would i tell my clients especially for their first one because they do get a lot of repeat clients we kind of there's always something to explore and always something to see so but but for the first one i say to give yourself a minimum of four hours um, but sometimes they're five hours because we sit down for virtually we sit down for an hour to an hour and a half and go over all of your paperwork Um, my job is kind of like being a detective So you fill out all this paperwork and we go into your medical history and all these little questions that give me clues as to what you have experienced in the past or cycles that I'm seeing possibly in your life. Um, Just to give me an idea of what might be your block at the moment or what the layer is that day and that moment that you're ready to shed and release um so it takes about an hour hour and a half for us to get to know each other and to break it all down and see where you're at and what are your hopes for the session what things have been issues for you recently has anything been surfacing leading up to the session that's a really big one um because people will book and then all of a sudden all this stuff starts coming up. It's like your higher self or your soul knows that you're getting ready for this. And it's like, okay, this is what this is what we're going to do for your appointment. Um, yeah, so four to five hours. That's intense, uh, especially because um, how much more information could you learn in four or five hours? You know, you could learn a lot about yourself in, in those hours. Um, so what is expected in the actual session? Obviously, you mentioned that you go through a whole history and you go through um, getting to know the person and getting to know the roadblocks, right? What is also expected in the session for a client? Is it like a hypnosis? Like how, and I'm going to put it in a very lame term, like how we see on TV, because like, you know, a lot of people, when we think of hypnosis, we think of you know, the little um, pocket watch. Like this, the stage hypnosis. Yes, the stage p- hypnosis. And and that's all we think about. We, we don't really see the other actual legit hypnosis that, that do this legitly. Describe a little bit of what is expected. Sure, maybe I can um, kind of describe what hypnosis really is especially in like a healing setting stage hypnosis is actually like a whole completely different thing that's not hypnotherapy it's that's like um more of a party trick it's more they're picking out people in the audience that are suggestible i guess people that will kind of follow along with the crowd or listen to you know what the the hypnotist is saying um Hypnosis, more of like in a clinical or in a healing setting, is actually relaxing your physical body and relaxing your mind. Your The goal is to get somebody into a theta brainwave state. And that's actually a state that we're all in every day, a minimum of twice a day. That's right before you fall asleep and right before you wake up. It's that in-between. You know, sometimes I think people like, even before they had their awakening, 
they'll hear things or see things right before they wake up or right before they fall asleep, you're in the theta state. And in that theta state, your mind and body is so relaxed that you have access to different dimensions, different realities. You're not dreaming. You're not asleep, but you're not awake. And so that's the place that we're trying to get you uh, or get the client. And so what I'm doing is taking the client in and out of all these different brainwave states until they're eventually so relaxed that they're in the theta. And I think a lot of people, the thing they're most surprised to hear is you actually are very aware in that state. The thing is, is when you're naturally in it before you wake up or before you go to sleep, it's so quick normally because you're either waking up or you're going to sleep. But in this process, we're trying to keep you in that state for a couple of hours and you're gonna go in and out of it, but you're very aware. I would say there are moments when you go extremely deep where you might not remember maybe 10, 30 seconds around there um, because I actually, we record everything on Zoom and I send the client their video of their session. It's, it's part of the healing to, make sure that everything is incorporated and established for them to watch it back. Um, so there's maybe a couple parts that you won't remember, but you know exactly what's do what you're doing. You know exactly what you're saying. You know exactly what's being said to you. So it's, I think they show that in the movies a lot too, where, or even on the stage, people are like quacking or doing weird stuff. Or like if somebody claps, all of a sudden, everybody will start doing something crazy. It's not like that. Yes, we're trying to ingrain things in. Your brain is very absorbent in the theta state. So that's why people use hypnosis to like quit smoking or to lose weight. That's how it all started. Um, but in quantum healing, we're actually taking you wherever your soul wanted to take you to that, take you that day. It, your higher self is going to show you things from different lifetimes or even your current life that needs to be addressed with wherever you're at in the moment. Whatever you need to see to heal, whatever is important right now. I, I just want the listeners to know like the difference because I know um, as a spiritual person, obviously it's the same thing with us. You know, anyone who reads tarot, um, they think it's like, magic ball kind of thing you know like so so uh, unfortunately there has been society has created a stigma behind the spirituality or i want to say like the science behind spirituality right um and it's being ridiculed and it's being um portrayed in a manner of i i'm i'm gonna say fear because like who wants to be hypnotized to quack like make a fool of themselves you know um so that's why I kind of like ask the question um, in a way that make whoever wants to actually have a session feel comfortable because that was one of my one of my fears. Being spiritual, you work with a lot of things. So in, you know, a lot of people say, oh, you could get stuck when you're astral traveling, you could get stuck or you couldn't, you know, mess yourself up because blah, 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 blah. But that's why you have trained professionals. That's why you have people that have or are aware of what to do in a scenario. That's why it's a guide, guided thing. It's not a thing that you could just do on your own or should be recommended to do on your own. Um, that's why you have Miss Amanda here. <laughs> and I will say one thing too. It is of my belief that all healing is self-healing. Um, as a practitioner, I am merely a conduit or a guide. I am the one who's going to help you stay in that state where you can access your subconscious, access the quantum, move that ego to the side um, so you can go on your own journey. It has absolutely nothing to do with the practitioner. You are being divinely led by your team, by your guides, by your higher self, and what other energies you work with, whether that's angels or whoever that is. Sometimes it's galactics for people. Um, so I just wanted to say that too. It's you're healing yourself. Nobody is actually healing you. Um, that kind of set me at ease too. I was terrified of my first session because of exactly what you said. 
especially like if people have experienced a lot of trauma, you'd like to stay in control of things, or you think that in hypnosis, you might be reliving those things. And that's something I think is really important to know as well. I think quantum healing hypnosis is so special in the sense that it's not like talk therapy where your ego has moved over and you're able to view these situations from an outside perspective or even from a higher perspective. That's kind of where I got my name from. You're not reliving it. You're not feeling it again. You're just able to see it for what it truly is without your ego trying to protect you, um, without your ego trying to get in the way. And there's something so liberating about that. And there's something so powerful about that. Um, to be able to see it, not even actually through your own eyes, but just from a different angle. And sometimes that's all that's needed to hold space for whatever it is that occurred, whatever hurt you, hold space for it, acknowledge it, give it a moment to talk or to be understood. And then in that moment, you can now transmute it or release it. You know, energy cannot be, I'm sure your listeners know as well, energy cannot be destroyed, right? It's only, it only can be transmuted or turned into something else. So, but if it's still inside of you and you don't face it and you don't address it, it manifests and, and it grows because it wants, it wants to be seen, it wants to be heard, and it wants to be released. And so, it, yeah, a lot of my clients come to me because they have buried so much stuff down that eventually that energy turns into something physical a physical ailment, an ache, a pain, an illness um, that they can't explain. Doctors don't know what's going on. And it's something that was trapped in their energetic body. And now it's become such an issue that they're actually feeling it in their physical body. And so it's just dying to be heard. Hashtag anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But where does that anxiety come from? You know, like I didn't know where my anxiety came from. I maybe had a diagnosis for from a doctor of you have social anxiety disorder, but yeah, but where did that come from? And so hypnosis was literally a lifesaver for me. And I was able to even find like phobias from past lives where I had this crazy one that I was terrified of stairs. Like even if I tripped yeah, even if I tripped up the stairs, my heart would stop. I could barely like slip just a little bit and it, my heart would stop. I'd start sweating. It was like my life flashed before my eyes. And then it turns out I had a lifetime where I was on this like giant staircase and I tripped on my dress and I tumbled down to my death. Wow. And yeah, I was able to see that and it all made sense and now I'm not afraid of the stairs anymore. So a lot of our phobias that are totally unexplainable are from another lifetime. Yeah, like unreasonable. I love that you brought like the past life because um, this was also true for myself. I I had a, a previous life where I was a an Indian living in India. I was a, an Indian woman and it was like the revolution or the civil war that was going on. And I even looked it up. It was like the 1930s. Um, but it was like a very brief time moment in time where India was having a civil war. And I used to always be afraid of big crowds, like being in, in big crowds. Or like if I saw a lot of movement going on, like let's say that I was like in a fair or like a, a concert or anything like that. And it was like the moment I saw someone running, I was like already fearing my my life right um and i never understood it until i i had that past life regression um i actually died during the the civil war like i died while everybody was running and everybody was screaming and everyone you know was out in the streets trying to get away from you know the the opponent which i can't seem to remember <laughs> the persians i believe it was the persians so you so you were like that's what i was thinking too um 
So you were like trampled while everybody was fleeing sort of a thing? I was stabbed in the stomach and um, from there, yes, people were stepping on me. My body was like just laying there. And then in my past life regression, I saw myself laying on the floor just like by the gutter and everyone just like running over me. And I never understood that because back in the day, like now you see it all over the news, right? Now you see like a whole bunch of people getting stomped on or being in concerts and then people like suffocating because it's it's way too um, overcrowded or whatever. But 10 years ago, you weren't really seeing that. So it wasn't like it was a reasonable phobia. It didn't make it didn't make sense for you. It did not make sense. And then I lived through it the whole, you know, 33 years of my life until that moment where I did that past life regression and and I understood like oh that's why I'm so scared of being in crowds and if I start seeing people running I fear for my life like I literally fear for my life were you able to release it once you saw why it made you afraid yeah in the in the actual session um it just like you mentioned it gives you like a a higher self perspective so you're very neutral to the emotion exactly you're not reliving it like you mentioned um so you can understand that you know life is life life is gonna happen like unfortunately some of us get dealt with scenarios like that the fact that i saw myself in the higher self perspective and i saw myself as like a third person in a sense um it made me feel like, okay, well, things happen. Now I know where it comes from. But I know now that in that lifetime, there was also a civil war. It's not like I'm in public. I was in a scenario that, you know, 50-50 chance that you were going you, you were gonna pass away in that scenario. So, right. so it kind of did help um, release the phobia. And now I'm like... I'm in a safe environment. I'm not at war. We're not at war. Thank God, you know, at least here in the United States. Um, so, yeah, but but definitely everything that you're mentioning about the, the hypnosis and you releasing and you seeing yourself in a higher perspective and not feeling anything, I experienced that um, through the past life regression. And I think that's that's amazing that even in this quantum healing, you could do that go to your past life or go to an actual parallel yeah, life i would say that 90 percent of the people that come to me are actually coming to me because of their physical symptoms or like their phobias stuff like that but usually the first session um because i also do schh which is the soul center healing hypnosis um which deals with entity release so a lot of people that have tried past life regression before or like QHHT or BQH, um, they weren't able to be regressed because they have a block. And that block is either severe grief, trauma from this current lifetime, or it's entities. Um, it is my belief that we live in a parasitic universe you know anything from energy vampires to earthbound spirits to demons to um a whole new world of ai which i was introduced to maybe a year ago um so what people they have found haven't been able to be regressed before and and address any of those issues they're having are now starting to find practitioners that deal with entities because that is their block um entities don't want you to heal they want you to stay in pain and trauma in fear and they feed off of it you know your energy centers are their food and that pain and fear are their food so they don't want you to heal (laughs) so yeah so most people come to me for that and then once they're all clear which takes one to two sessions depending on the person sometimes i have clients it can take three or four but once we get them all clear that's when we get to do the fun stuff of you know do seeing the past lives or the parallel lives and um it's just sometimes it takes a little while to get there we go back to the saying of if you want to be spiritual and you want to you know contribute to the collective you kind of have to heal yourself you have to heal within 
Um, and that ties into like, you know, generational traumas and generational what we call curses or whatnot because you heal yourself, you heal your lineage. So I think that, I mean, how many sessions you it takes for you to heal, then it takes that many sessions, you know? Exactly. And I would say nearly a big part of my sessions too is um, releasing old contracts that no longer serve them. And a lot of time it will be generational trauma or even sometimes black magic or curses that carry over from lifetime to lifetime. And like I've had people before who have had six lifetimes with this black magic from a life that obviously they don't even remember anymore. And um, so we we burn and transmute those contracts. We learn a little bit about it, understand how it happened, why it happened. Um, and what's so interesting is because there's a part where we go into the garden the deepener for hypnosis and their family will be there like generations of family and they're all thanking them for finally releasing this thing that has been hovering over their family you know for generations and I think a lot of us that are here right now are the cycle breakers and the ones that are healing and releasing all of that stuff that has been repeatedly happening over and over again to our families. I think a lot of light workers have been born into really difficult families too. And, and we chose that for a reason. We came in to stop that cycle and to end these things. And so I think that's one of my favorite things is when we get to the part where, because we do body scans and there are all these things that we check off to make sure we're finding everything and getting rid of everything and the one where it's old contracts or if there's any old karma playing out and just releasing that like I, you could just feel the weight lift off of them and it's so rewarding as a practitioner because i know what it's like too i was a i was a, a cycle breaker as well and I can relate and so it's just one of my favorite parts to see that weight lift off of them it sounds super exciting to just be able to have that that option you know like um because a lot of people do like the shadow work and it takes years and it takes um time and it takes a lot of digging um but when you're being guided and when you're with someone like yourself i think that you could expedite the the process you know like make it easier for you to to find the missing puzzle piece versus seeking a whole whole room full of pieces you know i want to say something about that too um i even put like a disclaimer on my website <laughs> that this isn't like a quick fix right um you still have to do the work and you still have to face those shadows it's just sometimes we come to these blocks that seem like we can't get past them or there's something holding us back from seeing something that lasts like you said the puzzle piece that last little puzzle piece um and so this is kind of like a nice little boost and i don't i don't mean to demean it, it it's a it's a really big boost right um but there's also something really empowering about doing the work yourself. It's just sometimes you're tired, you're exhausted, or you've you've hit a roadblock. And this is a way to kind of ha have somebody help guide you through that. Um, yeah. So I just want to say it's not a quick fix. <laughs> it's not like a miracle cure or anything. Thank you for that clarification because I don't want to confuse anyone. Like, oh, here you go. You got the end of though. <laughs> you know? It, yeah, but I think like a lot of people still look for that that quick fix. And because it's hard. It's really hard work facing all your shadows. Um, and that is one nice thing, but it's more like a supplement rather than a replacement. I don't ever want to mislead anybody or have somebody like book 10 sessions and they think that's all the work that they're ever going to need. Um, it doesn't work that way. You still have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. You still have to do the work. Still got to do it, but it's a privilege if you are able to do the work and not have to come back here on this planet again and redo all that hard stuff that you've gone through in this life. I think I think it's well worth it to leave some stuff in this life, leave it here and not have to do it again. Yeah, absolutely. What is the craziest session you've ever had while while doing some of the healing? Because I'm sure you have stories upon stories, just as much as like any healer would. What is the craziest thing that you have encountered while having a session? So I have always been really confident in saying to people that the demonology side or the entity release side is not how they show it in the movies. And I can still say that with about 90% accuracy. But there's something I think that's happening right now where the battle is becoming a little bit more intense and the entities are getting more ancient, they're getting bigger, they're getting more aggressive. And so recently I actually had a release where the demon blew my office door off the hinges and mind you this is a virtual session so can you imagine how powerful that energy and that release was and i don't want to freak anybody out because two minutes later the entity was like crying and remorseful and we you know put some light on it and helped it remember who it truly was that it's actually a being of divine source creator itself and has its own inner light and we showed them what that inner light was which is part of the process and it it did decide to go home and go back home to the light um but they're kind of like children (laughs) i say and they don't want to leave the party like imagine being starving starving and you finally like get home you make yourself a big plate of food and you just sit down you're about to eat and somebody were to take that plate of food throw it in the trash and say sorry that's them like you are threatening to take their food supply they don't know they have their own inner light and so they are attached to somebody else taking their light that is their food for them that is how they survive and so they they throw a temper tantrum i had just never had it get that physical before and it didn't really scare me because I know I'm protected um I know my clients protected because it's happening in my space not theirs um but at the same time it was kind of like I after the session was over I just had I sat there and I'm just kind of pushing the door because it was still attached at the top and it's flapping (laughs) like flapping in the wind and I'm like did that really happen? Like I had to sit with it for a little bit. And I'm like, no, that happened. That happened. It was like a windstorm in my office and my hair was blowing everywhere. And so I'm like, my dog's running through because the door like blew off. So she's running in and out. And so I like unplug my laptop. I'm holding my laptop. I have my headset on and I'm, I'm still trying to you know, conduct a hypnosis session. And so I'm still like talking really calmly and quietly relax. And yeah, it was, it was crazy. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. I cannot imagine (laughs) keeping the composure and everything's going crazy behind you. Um, it's so funny that you mentioned demons to be that way, because I don't know if you've ever watched, um, the series Supernatural on Netflix. I've watched that show... I don't know, but I'll check it out if you're recommending it. Okay. Yeah. It, it's like, it's it's about like uh, 15 seasons, okay? Um, wow. And yeah, so it, it gets really deep into like spirituality. But pretty much it's like two brothers who are considered hunters, okay? And oh, they hunt. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then some of the seasons, they get really into, like, demons, like, um, um, making deals with demons and stuff like that. And they explain it in a way that I kind of understood how the evolution of a demon works, right? Like, they're humans at some, por- at some point, and then things happen to them, and then just bad things keep happening, bad things keep happening, and they forget what 
the good things were or how life could have been good because they forget. So years and centuries go by and there are, you know, there are beings of their beings, their, their spirit source or whatnot. And they accumulate all that resentment and all of that negativity. And that's what makes a demon a demon. Um, so, so what you were saying about like finding their light and them finding who they are and they're created as, you know, they're also created by the bigger source or, or, or higher source. It makes so much sense because of that that show that concept was already in my mind and then you mentioned it and it makes so much sense definitely they always they always sprinkle a little bit of truth in our entertainment like just enough truth mixed with just enough well with a lot of lies to make it seem like it's too wild for it to be true at all but i see a lot of truth in shows like that too where i'm like whoever wrote this knows what's no knows what's up yeah <laughs> um and i believe like all the the spell work it was searched like it was legit sorcery that you know the the wording to each spell or whatnot um but yeah definitely i i could definitely see that I'm gonna put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! No one and has come I, in <laughs> I am gonna suggest that we do another episode together and talk about entities. This is like my main mission of why I'm here in this lifetime to help people understand and clear and take their power back and so if you're into it I would love to do an episode where we can talk about what are the symptoms of entity attachments and I'm sure you're you have experience in this as well so I think this could be a really fun discussion so we could talk about symptoms um how to get rid of them or release them what are the different kinds and because I think it's really important um, because these attachments sometimes can really make you feel like, A, you're either losing your mind, B, you're really tired or drained. They, they, they're just all these things that wreak havoc in somebody's life. And I think if you, it's really empowering to know that like you're still in there and it's not you. It's not you having those mood swings. It's not you who needs three naps a day. Um, and there is something you can do about it, whether you do a session or whether you do something yourself. Um, but I would love to come on again and talk to you about that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm always open for anyone who would like to speak on spirituality. Um, I could speak on spirituality all day, every day, but I know. <laughs> sometimes people, <laughs> I'm sure people will like to know other people's perspective. Um, you know, and I feel like I express myself a lot better when I have a conversation versus when I'm by myself because then I run out of things to say. So definitely. Absolutely. Um, but if anyone wants to know a little bit more about my story, they can just go to my website. I'm sure Myra will link that in the show description, but that is higherselfperspective.com and there will be an about me page and I just tell you kind of how the whole thing goes. You can find all that stuff on the website if you just questions or you can message me on that site if you have questions. Um, yeah, so don't be a stranger. If anyone's curious about anything, you can also email me at higherselfperspective at gmail.com. And I love meeting new people and there is no such thing as a silly question. So... Just send me a message if you're curious about something. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that, for opening up your platform. Before I let you go, I would like the listeners to know your services. Obviously, they're going to be looking at the, the website. They're going to be looking you up. What are some services that you offer? So I, I'm trained in quite a few different modalities, and um, but I kind of combined them all into one because they can all work together. So... The session is custom to the client, whatever their needs are, whatever their wants are. Um, 
and those service or those modalities are beyond quantum healing, soul center healing hypnosis. I do a little bit of NLP, which is neuro linguistic programming. That is basically how your brain works and basically how to kind of trick your brain into doing what you need it to do. Um, angelic healing. Um, that angelic healing is always incorporated into a session. It's just whether or not we do an entire full angelic healing. It just depends on how much time we have. Um, and then I also do land clearings and house clearings. Um, and you can read um, you can read little descriptions about what all of those things are on the website. Um, but for like the land and house clearings, um, those are on a case-by-case -case basis. So because it's it's usually like um, that comes in layers. So it's usually a process. So I don't really like have a pricing or anything for that. It really just depends. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. So once again, I will be, like Amanda mentioned, I will be tagging all her social media platforms. She's also on YouTube. So you guys could follow her on YouTube. She's on Instagram, um, she is on TikTok as well. All of those pages will be added on into the description. And obviously her scheduling platform is her main website. So thank you so much, Amanda. If you have anything else to uh, mention to our guests, this is the time. Oh, I could have done this for probably a couple more hours. This was fun, but we'll do it again. And yeah, thanks everyone for being here and Hopefully, I'll meet some of you soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Amanda. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Share this episode with someone who's on their spiritual journey. And make sure you're following me on all social media platforms. The link to those platforms are in the description. Make sure you guys are following those. Reach out to me if you guys have any questions or concerns. Or would just like to make a comment on the current episode. Thank you guys so much once more. And I hope you guys have a great one.